You know, like, I, I don't know how they're not in the New Year's Six Bowl, you know, six and one and, you know, one score game versus Ohio State. So, I mean, it's a big time top 10 opponent. The committee uh, really appreciated watching and, and uh, the, the, the Indiana team play. It wasn't a matter of leaving them out as much as it was, uh, you know, evaluating the teams that, that were ranked above them uh, and going through that process. The process that went into uh, Iowa State uh, getting, getting that spot and then that, uh, that eliminated Indiana and Coastal Carolina from getting in. fans are pissed about going to another Florida Bowl in January. Welcome to 2020. Welcome to the OEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. And you can follow me on Twitter at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally, Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Oh, dude, what the fuck did I do to the sports world? It's been fucking cruel for me, and I'm going to use this as a vehicle to be angry. Are you okay with that? That's fine, man. I'm just sad. I'm just, like, real sad. Actually, I'm like, so uh, my wife's like, how do you feel? And I just showed her a GIF, and the GIF was GIF, GIF, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, was just this this cartoon dude that was just, like, clenching his fists and was, like, clearly pissed but was, like, crying at the same time because that's I there's nothing we can do about this and we've talked about it before we've been waiting for that like in the games that indiana football moment that moment where you're like here we go but then here comes sunday and i think we knew at about 11 11 30 that yep. there's our indiana moment yeah it, uh, god it we knew it was coming but it almost made it worse the day and age of the shit leaking because you, I held out hope that the leaks were wrong. I mean, you see that all the time. Teams accept bowl bids and don't accept bowl bids. And there's last second bowl changes. And then the Outback Bowl got posted, but then it got taken down. And you're just, you know, sitting there holding out hope for fucking hours. I mean, the, the, the playoff came out at noon. We didn't get ours till what, about 5 o'clock? 4.30, 5 o'clock? Yeah, it was, I, I, to be honest with you, I, I honestly, I don't know. Like I was so mad it, you know, the, the whole, you see red literally, like I was just, I was just so mad. Cause you're sitting there and you're waiting and you're waiting and there's like, all right, here's the citrus bowl. Here's this bowl. And now we're going to go to the fiesta bowl and we know Oregon's in and then, and, and here's Iowa state. And I'm just like, okay, well then we're definitely going to get the citrus bowl. And then, you know, a couple 30, 45 minutes later, Oh, the citrus bowl leaks on Twitter. And it's like, what are we going to do now? Okay, well, we're going to go to the Outback Bowl. We're going to play Missouri. Okay, Missouri's okay. 
that's fine. We'll play Missouri. We'll beat Missouri there. And then Missouri goes, I don't know, somewhere against Iowa, Music City. Is that where they're at? Yeah, let me, yeah, yeah, that's where it is. Trans-perfect Music City Bowl. Yeah, so then who's left for us in the Outback Bowl? The old Miss Rebels. Or How the four do the and old five. Miss Rebels get that good of a fucking bowl? Like, so, so here, I'm, I'm, I'm so fucking conflicted with this. Because the Outback Bowl is the best ball we bowl we went to in God knows how long, right? Is it so better like, than Gator Bowl? Would you put this? Yeah, yes, yes. Right? It's 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 better than the Gator Bowl. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, so it's an improvement on last year. We you know we were a better team. We had a better season. We go to a better bowl. But look at who we're matched up against, and look where other teams went. That's where the very rational anger comes from. Would you rather play an SEC team with a losing record? So shout out at jbooge24, who asked us two pods ago if we would beat a team with a winning record. It doesn't look like we're going to do it again. You got to play who's on your schedule, baby. You got to play who's on your schedule. That's right. Um, So here comes a four and five Ole Miss. Or would you rather play Army? or Tulane, or somebody like that. I think I would rather play an SEC team, no matter the record. I mean, that's how you're going to get national respect, right? Like, I mean, if you beat if you beat a Coastal Carolina, if you beat a Cincinnati, if you beat a, you know, who, who the hell did you just say other than Army, that's not going to get you anything, right? Like, if we go and straight manhandle, which I think we're going to do, I am, I am, Again, initial reaction. I am hammering us against the spread because honestly, it's it's worked for us so far. Um, and I'm I'm honestly taking the under. I don't care if they're this vaunted fucking offense. Um, I think we're gonna beat the ever loving hell out of them. And and that's how you start building respect, I guess. Because we already deserved it. Um, but the powers of B say no. So let's beat the hell out of Ole Miss. Sure. So real quick, I actually just found this. This wasn't prepared at all. So just to look at them, their points per game, they're 13th in the country. Okay. They are 122nd in the country, giving up an unbelievable 40 points per game on defense. Here's the thing they're going to run into in this bowl game. Their offense, their quarterback is hit or miss. He's either really good or he's really bad. The problem for him is he's going to be missing his two best players on offense, the tight yep. end, and I believe he's a wide receiver, both of them leading the team in, in different categories, uh, yardage and uh, catches, I believe. So he's going to be missing his top two targets. They are ranked 72nd in the country. We are seventh. And they are, as far as you know, the, SR, the SRS, the strength of record, and the SOS, which we are top five and seven, I think in the country and both of those, they are 68th and 82nd. I know that's just stats. We're just reading yep. the stats, but those just popped out of me. I just looked them up and now, now mad again, I'd come to, to realize that it was okay to play Ole Miss and everything else. And those kind of cool jerseys that they have, but so, they do mad. have kick-ass jerseys and I love their helmets. Uh, and, and we'll get more into this next week. Um, yeah. Initial reaction under 66 and a half. Uh, I don't care how many points are going to score. I think it's going to be something like 31 20. 
um, 35, 24, something like that. Initial, again, there's going to be a lot more points for a typical IU game, but there's no way it gets to 67 points. You think um, we score that many points on offense? Their defense is horrendous. Like, you put me at wide receiver and you at quarterback, I think we're scoring 14. You and I are getting two touchdowns in that game. Um, so, so yeah, we'll, we'll get more into the numbers. Uh, I know you're, you're chomping at the bit. We're, we're going to save that for next week. But let me list some other bowls right here. Um, would you rather play a number 23 NC State or would yeah. you rather play Ole Miss? NC State. Would you rather play number 13 North Carolina or Ole Miss? Man, North Carolina scares the shit out of me. Uh, it, yeah, I'd rather play North Carolina. Yeah, would you rather play number nine George? Like, I don't understand uh, – from my my thing, they were more loose on the affiliations than they ever were this year. They, they... So I know that we talked about it, and I meant to, to clip it and put it at the intro, that sad, sad intro that we have on this. But when we were sitting here and we were so confident that we were going to the Fiesta Bowl, everything that I had read, everything that I had seen before they had made any selections had pointed out that the Big Ten is guaranteed – a power mm-hmm. six, a, a near six bowl spot. Okay. We're always getting a Rose Bowl spot every time. Pac 12 gets the other Rose Bowl spot every time. So, why does the Pac 12 champion automatically get one of these spots, but yet, you know, a Big Ten fill in or the Big Ten one doesn't automatically get a near yep. six spot? But instead, yeah, we're putting a Big 12. Are they even Big 12 two? They're probably Big 12 2 or maybe Big 12 3. No, they made they made it to the championship. I can look it up right here. I got it. I got it. I got the Big 12 standings pulled up because I'm into self-harm. Um uh they they were actually they were actually uh Big 12 1. Um Oklahoma Big 12 2, Oak State Big 12 3. Um that's that's regular season. Regular right? season, correct. So after correct. they would have just flip-flopped. Okay. Okay, well, let's look at some other. But how places. does how does Iowa State have more national appeal? Like that's a thing. Like if we got jumped by you know a sexy Pac-12 team or a a program with 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 a long tradition in the SEC, you know, or, or one of these or, or Cincinnati, you know, like one of these undefeated teams. What the fuck does Iowa State have on IU? Every single person you hear. I use this dream season with this dream coach. And how does that not garner TV attention over Iowa fucking state? Can you explain that? No, but what I can do is tell you what our old boy, Gary Barda. Oh, let's said listen about to this. this piece of shit. So here's what he said. One, Zach Osterman asked him, is this because Michael Penix is not playing? Basically, what he said, he kind of wrapped all of this. He, he did a whole fucking runaround about it. Michael Penix is this elite athlete. Yeah, you know, we see that he's an elite quarterback and he's out. We see that. But, you know, Jack Tuttle, he came in and he played really well against Wisconsin and he looks really good. That's what he said. I'm just yep. wrapping that up a little bit quicker. But those are exact words at different points in that conversation that he said about that. So he said that a good quarterback went out, but yet the backup looked really good against a really good defense in Wisconsin on the road in his first start, but that wasn't good enough. The other thing he said was 
IU didn't have the quality wins that Iowa State had. And he referenced Oklahoma at home by seven. It's a good win. And Texas. Is, Texas has got Texas is like just ranked because of their name, right? They're not actually. I mean, they, I like win. Sam Erlinger. I mean, he's 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 good, but I mean, yeah, I mean, they're 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 a six and three team. That uh, that's that's fine. I mean, you know, I, I don't I I don't don't think they're any better than Wisconsin. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, let's let's get this out of the way. Penn State looks a lot better now towards the end of the year. That looks fine. That's a decent win. It's not a high quality win. It's not the win that we celebrated. It was at the beginning of the year. I don't care what anybody wants to say about that. They were number eight at the time. We're going to celebrate all we want. Wisconsin was ranked higher when we played them rather than what Texas was. Exactly. Wisconsin was a 16, I think. 14 or 16. 16. 16. So they were a top 20 team. Michigan was 17. Michigan was ranked high. Okay. Michigan's terrible. We're seeing that, but these are perennial powerhouses. So then we, we dominated Michigan state dominated them in their place. And then they went out and beat Northwestern who won the Western, the Western division in the big 10. This is the stuff that blows my mind. These are quality wins. They're not ranked wins necessarily, but these are good wins on the road. I just, I, this is what I'm talking about. Like, it's just the most frustrating. Instead, thing. we get to watch Brock Purdy. Who, oh, dude, he's an NFL talent. That's an NFL talent quarterback. Brock I'm Purdy being sarcastic. is, he threw nine interceptions. Nine, nine interceptions nine. in nine games. That's an interception a game. That's not very good. That is not very, like, so the quarter, so I mean, you brought up a good thing, and you know, it was a great question by Osterman. Great question by Osterman to ask on the quarterback thing. And of course, he had to answer that way because look who they put in instead of him. And the whole quality of wins, um, let's have that argument. Because because the way Gary made it seem out, the exact opposite of basketball. Like who you beat on your schedule, like if you beat a number one you know, Kansas team, when they're number one, you beat a number one team. That's how it works in college basketball. Football is apparently the opposite. It's where they finish, not where when you played them. And the rationale I don't get there is if you beat a team, their ranking's going to go down. So like that by, by natural rankings, like a team's never going to be higher than when you, if you beat them, just because of the amount of teams in college football. So where they are now versus where you are when they played them can never be even. So that, that, that logic makes zero fucking sense. Sure. And so the, the other thing to think about too, the big 10 had a weird year. Um, I, I can't say it's a COVID thing. I can't say it's because there's no fans in the stands. I don't know. It's a weird year. They were four teams i believe that finished the year with a winning record iu played two of them lost to one on the road they're in the playoff on the road by seven points with the ball a chance to tie or win at the end of the game they didn't do it we didn't we, we didn't beat them i'm not going to sit here and argue and say that that's a quality loss or a moral loss or whatever moral victory so what i'm saying is we only played that one team on our schedule that had the winning record. We didn't have an opportunity to play anybody else. 
And the reason that other team, Wisconsin, doesn't have a winning record is because of us. Yep. Or because of the other, I mean, the other losses yeah, too, but that's what I mean. Like, that's, that's what I mean. Like those teams are going to accumulate losses when you contribute to their losses. Like that, that's the way numbers work, Gary. I understand you're at Iowa and, you know, things are a little slower there. You know, I fucking get that. But how about you get on our fucking level and, and understand the way numbers work? Yeah. But, he listens to this podcast. He does. Uh, I've seen so him. Like, uh, so he, here's another thing that, you know, if if I ever get a pedestal to ask questions, I'm going to ask these kind of hard-hitting questions. Did IU get dinged for not playing games? If, 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 they, if, they, if the two games that they, they got canceled didn't get canceled and they were 8-1, they had the same amount of wins as Iowa State, who was 8-3. and three. Did, did IU get hurt by not enough wins? Now that's going to be yes. a silly question. Yeah. I think that if they beat Purdue, I think that if they play Purdue and beat Iowa, the first, yeah, because then they wouldn't, they wouldn't play Purdue again. They would put Iowa next if there's no yep. COVID. So we go in. If, if we beat Purdue, doesn't matter the score. If we beat them and then we beat Iowa, doesn't matter the score. We're in, and I think we jump Cincinnati as well in the in the rankings, just based off of those two wins because you beat two more Big Ten teams. But that's it. You're eight and one. There's no argument for at that point for Iowa State. Zero. So, so, it, so again, because so these two games hurt because I'm smarter than a lot of the national media. I have a response to either way he answers that. If he says no, if he goes, no, Indiana was not hurt by canceled games. Then I go the resume route like we talked last time. Compare resumes. Then there's no comparison. If he says yes. IU was hurt by volume of wins. Well, then I go, why the fuck did you put Ohio State in there? Yeah. So here's He's the thing. Yeah. Either way. He's he is. It doesn't matter. That's exactly where I went. So I Ohio State had three games canceled, three of them against bad Maryland, bad Illinois, bad Michigan. Three games that would have not done anything for them. Yep. Other than just added easy wins to their now, Maryland's not that bad, but they're not a high quality win. None of them, none of those. Those are 21, 24 point spreads every single one of those games. Yeah, some of them might be 30. Illinois might have been a 35 point favorite. I would have hammered, I would have hammered it. 35, I would have hammered that. That Illinois team is so bad, dude. Brett Bielema, that's for another pod. That's for another pod, but what a terrible hire. Um, just anyway. Name. Just a name from 2006. Anyway, so the other bowl we should have gone to. Let's let's get back to where we got snubbed. Are you so sure you want to be done talking Iowa State? Because you I, know what? I, I can't do Iowa State. I man. forgot Iowa State existed for a long time. Now they're public enemy number three. Are you yeah. talking about the? Are you talking about they're not a they're they don't they don't have five star players, but they're a five star program, right? Isn't that what they're saying? Is yep. haven't you heard that one? I don't give a the fighting friend Oybergs can fuck off. Dude, that that coach, man, did you see him in that game when they had that uh no call? Yeah, you gotta look this up. Oh, I gotta send this to you. Uh there was a no call um for encroachment. What is this guy's name? I can't remember. Iowa State guy goes crazy. I mean, it's nuts, man. This coach, it's on ESPN, berserk erupts after no call. So the no call was because it wasn't 
it was an encroachment. Okay. They're down 17 points at this point, by the way, wait till you see this shit. Oh, wait, I'm going to send you this link and you can take a look at it. This guy goes crazy. I don't think he's there next year. If there's a high, does he go to Auburn? Is it, that's a step up. That's a major step up for him. He's going to go to Auburn. I just sent it to you in the chat. Should check I it out. I can't wait until Iowa State just becomes irrelevant again and IU puts together a five to seven year of dominant run. And we can look back on this and just double bird the Big 12. I want to play the big, I want to schedule every Big 12 team for the next 10 fucking years and beat the shit out of all of them. Let's I talk schedule. Let's talk schedule real quick. I texted you earlier and I told you something that you hadn't heard yet. There's a rumor going on that the Big Ten is going to change around the Big Ten schedule for next year. As of right now, we're supposed to start at Iowa. Um, we play our normal things, but we play uh, Ohio State at home, um, Michigan. I don't know. Either way, we play our normal schedule. We play Iowa. We play um, Purdue. From what I've understanding, there's going to be a change in the Big Ten potentially because of how much shuffling they had to do this year. That can't be good, right? If if the Big Ten takes Iowa off first game, I am dry. I am where the Big Ten office is in what Chicago. Yes. I will go to Chicago, a city I fucking hate. Sorry to all you listeners in Chicago. Chicago fucking stinks. Um, you know, so I'm gonna go to the Chicago office. I'm gonna burn it down. Right here, you heard it publicly. I'm gonna go to jail on arson. If they move Iowa off our opening weekend, so we can't beat those motherfuckers by 21, I'm gonna lose my mind. Okay. Iowa and Iowa State, public enemy number two and public enemy number three. So here's the thing that doesn't make sense. I think we did schedule talk a little bit back. So we we're at Iowa, and then we're we've got just away games: Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, Penn State. Okay, at home, Minnes. This is in. Oh, I'm sorry, and Purdue. Uh, at home, Minnesota, Michigan State, Ohio State, Rutgers. That's it. It's a great schedule. I would I not. Smell undefeated. I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah, me too. I would not be surprised if Ohio State gets flipped, if Mich if Purdue gets flipped, and if that's it. I would I mean, not if they be put us at if the fucking flipped. if they put us at in Columbus again. Jesus. They can't have Indiana beat Ohio State. They can't do it. They can't have that sold out Memorial Stadium, maybe for the first time in our lifetime where there might be 50-50 IU fans, maybe 60-40, where they come in there with a healthy Penix or Tuttle, quarterback controversy on the line at the Outback Bowl. But they come in, that house is rocking, because you know we're going to come in. We're at Michigan. What's, what's the win. date? What's, 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 what's right it's now? Deep. What's the... It's deep, bro. November 6th. Fuck. And we're going to be ranked because we're, we got Cincinnati at home too. Third game of the year. We're, we got Idaho at home too. <laughs> I think they're FCS now, Idaho, the Vandals. Wish we played there. They play in like a, a dome. Uh, I would always choose to be like Wyoming or Idaho in the NCAA football games just so I could build up. And build. I, I like building up big programs because I'm a recruiting genius. Yeah, me too. Uh, That's why I was IU. 
<laughs> uh, you're no Tom Allen, man. You're no Tom Allen. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but it wouldn't surprise me if they take Iowa off first, if, if they, if they shuffle the non-conference and if they, if they do some kind of advantageous, uh, Michigan state or not Michigan state, Michigan, Penn state and Wisconsin and, and the, the top four Ohio state favors. That wouldn't surprise me one bit. All on the road too. Oh. I could see all of them on the road too. Here's and, they'll, the and they'll be like, well, we're giving you Rutgers and Maryland. <laughs> giving it to us. So here's the thing. Here's the other rumor. Here's, well, first thing you said, they're not, they can't mess with non-conference. There's contracts and other stuff like that. Big 10 can't mess with that. Indiana can mess with it. Scott Dolson can change some stuff around. I don't think they can do it the year before though. Um, but they can't mess with that. So Idaho, Cincinnati, Western Kentucky, which is a terrible game at Western Kentucky. Come on. That's a trap game and a half. Um, but either way, so there's that. What the other thing I've heard is that they're going to get rid of the divisions. I don't mind that. I don't either. So as an IU football I, I, fan, I we should be excited. I don't think about they that. do it because Ohio State is protected by it. Um, but are they protected? Here's the, here's the reasoning. Here's the reasoning. When was the last time the West won the Big Ten championship? Have they? Nebraska, they Nebraska, Nebraska didn't win one. Wisconsin, Wisconsin didn't win one. They, Wisconsin's won one. Wisconsin beat the shit out of Nebraska one year. Well, that couldn't have happened. Nebraska. Yeah, didn't. no, there was like legends leaders. Um, um, but the I don't think the West, unless Iowa won one, I don't think they did. But the, I don't think the West has ever done it. Is what I'm saying. So the East has always dominated, whether it's been Ohio State, Penn State, not Michigan. Michigan State, I think, won it one year. Yeah, they did. So it's always been the East. So by killing the divisions, like they, like they do in every other sport, there are no divisions in basketball. There are no divisions. I don't pay attention to any other sport. I don't think it, soccer, but, there's no Big division. Ten isn't, Big Ten isn't as forward-thinking, progressive. There's the word to be the first conference to get rid of them. They won't do it. They don't got the balls and they don't have the, the savvy and they don't have the intuitiveness. Brandon, how much money do you think they would pull if they had an Ohio state, Michigan or Ohio state, Penn state or Ohio state. You're giving the big 10 too much credit. You're, You're giving right. the ADs and, and, and Warren too much credit. They're idiots. They ain't going to do it. So let's talk about them since we're already talking about them. I had a, a little note about this. Let's talk about these rule changes that are happening. So the championship rule comes in. We, we can be sour about that all we want. That did fuck us out of the Fiesta Bowl for sure. Um, but so did losing to Ohio State. It doesn't matter. That happened. So they made that rule change. And then all of a sudden, you know, Ohio State has a very high-end wide receiver that's out with COVID they have a 21 day policy in the big 10 where that player has to sit out for 21 days. If he sat out for 21 days, I believe if my math is correct, that would put him past the playoff game. They changed it from 21 to 17, which then puts him in play now to play in that playoff game. It's amazing how things like this happen so quickly when there's so much money on the line. 
I mean, well, okay, I'm sorry so when Ohio like, State's on the line. Correct, correct. You, you got to say that caveat because, you know, I mean, if, if, if you know, Penix ever completes a season, that was horrible. I love, I love Mike. That was mean. But if he ever completes a season, they're not making this rule change for Michael Penix. You know? No. Um, well, you can't fix an ACL in 21 days or 17 days. It's comparing yeah, apples to apples just, if, if, if Big Dick Penix uh had uh, had had covid um but uh, what i want to get on here because it, there's no surprise in them making a rule change for ohio state what i want to get into was uh, just just here quickly is fred glass's message where he said there are powers to be that do not want indiana good but why the- why would you not want another powerhouse in your division why would you not want not, i'm not saying indiana is going to turn into a and they're down this year, a Michigan or a Penn State. I will not say Michigan State, a Michigan or a Penn State or an Ohio State. I'm not saying that. Could we, we be, will Michigan be the next State? Michigan yes. State for the next yes. 20 years? We, we are the next Michigan State. I mean, that's absolutely. We can be in, we can be a Michigan State. We can be a Wisconsin. Wisconsin was so bad, man. Before we even paid for attention, they were decades. so bad for, yeah, forever. And then they got, and then they built their program. They built their program, built their program, boom. Now they're perennial. But why would you not want that? The SEC has it. All, look at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is, is a big-time program, and they're fifth in their division. But so nobody's going to hold Ole Miss out of a national championship. If they're good, if they're 6-1, and one, Ole Miss, 6-1 and one in the SEC, where are they at? They're in a New Year's Six Bowl. Look at Texas oh, yeah. A&M. If, if they're six and one and their only loss is to Alabama, they're, they're getting college football playoff talk. They're, they're not New York six, Michael. If Ole Miss were to go six and one and their only losses to Alabama at Alabama, people are saying, why isn't, why aren't people talking about Ole Miss in the college football playoff? Look at Florida. How many losses does Florida have? Three? Yes. Florida has three losses and they're in the Cotton Bowl. They're seventh. Why? Two, two to Alabama. Well, they have two. Did they, they didn't lose Alabama twice? No, they didn't lose Alabama twice. They lost to Texas A&M, LSU, and Alabama. God, that's LSU awesome. was three and five, I think, and they lost to them at home with a fresh. We talked about this freshman quarterback. Yeah, we don't need to talk about it yeah, again. We don't. Yeah. But either way, so they lost bad. They lost. They lost a very close game to Alabama. But hey, they covered. You know, that's all everyone talked about Sunday morning. Hey, they will look, be look, at that, look at that that garbage time points they, they put up against Alabama in a game that didn't matter. Hey, um, they won me some money, man. That's all that matters to me. But then they you lose picked the them, Texas You picked A&M. them to cover? You picked them to cover? Yeah. Yeah, 15 and a half. I took the under at 78 thinking that Alabama was no way going to give that up. They scored 94 points. Um, Have you yeah. watched? No, they scored 98 points. 98 points. 98 points. Doesn't matter. I've got it right here. But have you watched him? Dude, Pitts? Oh, Kyle Pitts? Is that his name? Kyle Pitts? Or Kyle Trask? The the tight end. Yeah, dude, Pitts and Trask, they're awesome. Awesome. They've got Trask going like fifth or sixth in the mock drafts and quarterbacks. Not fifth or sixth overall, like fifth or sixth quarterback. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Colts could use him. I'll take him. Um. All right, let's Shit, move the on to the Steelers could use them if, we, if we're, in a, <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> We'll talk about those teams in a little bit. A little special section coming up. 
Uh, let's talk about some positive stuff real quick. Let's talk about our coach, man. <laughs> the nation's coach. He is now a finalist for three of the most prestigious coach of the year trophies out there. The Dodd Trophy, the Bear Bryant Trophy, and the Eddie Robinson Trophy. He's got to win one of them, right? If not all three of them. Yeah, I, they win the bowl game. He wins it. They win the bowl game. He wins it. I don't think there's a question unless. So the last time I gave a definitive was the last time we podcasted, and I said we're going to the Fiesta Bowl. So I'm not saying shit. Me too. I'm not saying shit on uh, the the caveat that I will say is he deserves to win at least one, and there's an argument for him to win all three. Um, because I'm not talking in definitives anymore because I'm done with the fucking NCAA. Uh, my, my, the bigger news story for me is Tom Allen was able to recruit and scout before all these accolades, before all this attention. That's what gets me. Like people are like, Brandon, you are so confident in IU. You're so con Like, why are you so, why are you so confident? And I was like, because he did this with nothing. He, he is only going to have more tools in that tool belt. And his overall message isn't going away. The LEO message isn't going away. And then you stack those national storylines. And, and it's, it's going to be a monster. It's do absolutely going to do be this. A My wife is home. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, God, dude, you're so right. It's crazy. I, I just, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait uh, to see what he can do in the future. And again, we've talked about this recruiting class coming in. We can get real intense. We'll get, we'll do that at some point after the we bowl game will. and everything. We'll, we'll else. definitely nerd out after real, like real football games aren't made. Yeah, played. and they're not highly ranked. They're not a. No, some of the recruits are. Some of the recruits are very highly ranked. So, some of the highest the class we've ever had, Michael. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the class isn't highly ranked because of the number Matthew, of people coming Macaulay, in. Matthew, I mean, there's, there's, there's some huge. But, hey, that's, that's for another podcast. But two things aren't going to go away. The scouting ability isn't going to go away. And the message isn't going to go away. And no offense to the Freifogels and to the McFaddens, who literally, when, when we're doing this podcast 10 years from now, the, we're still going to remember the names McFadden and, and Freifogel. But can you imagine how he's going to develop high three-star, high four-star talent? Like, we're, we're starting to talk. I mean, we love McFadden. We love Freifogel. But at most, they're a day two, likely day three. Can you imagine what Tom Allen is going to be able to develop with day one talent? Does Micah go? I think Micah has to go. Um, what did Josie Jewell go from Iowa? Because that's a that's a fairly the, good. Yeah, Josie Jewell draft. You know, uh, I he went fourth round, 106 fourth overall. Round. Yep, yep. 14th overall linebacker. That sounds like that's. 14th, 15th overall linebacker? That sounds Fuck like Mike you. McFadden. 14th, 15th overall linebacker? Fuck out of here. He won the, the – oh, that was the – I mean, that's the Big Ten linebacker of the year. Did McFadden win that? McFadden did win that. Okay. 
He didn't win defensive player of the year. Neither did. No, yeah, he did. We don't have an All-American team yet. I don't think he makes the All-American team. I don't know, dude. I think he stays. His stock's never been higher. Um, it's not getting on defense. I don't. So here's my thing on defense. Unless you're a corner, I don't see your stock moving anywhere. If you come back one more year, if you come back for your senior year, what's he going to do? He's still going to get the tackles. He's still going to get the same pressures that he was getting last year. It's the same defense. I know that Kane's gone. I don't know who's going to call it next year, but that was Tom Allen's defense. It's the same defense we've been saying, seeing for four years before that. It's the same defense. Whoever comes in is going to call the same defense. He's going to have the same year, if not even better, next year because James Miller is going to be more experienced. Cam Jones is going to be more experienced. Holy shit, dude. We're going to be so good. I'm not going to say the word. I'm not going to say the word. And you made all great points that I cannot argue with. But there's one thing that can take him from a late day two, day three pick to being undrafted. And it starts with an I. I'm not going to say it. It's not worth it. Micah McFadden isn't going to work his way up into a day one. So take, take your low day two, high day three draft status and you go he just doesn't have the body he doesn't have the speed he doesn't have the the arm length to to work his way up into that next day so and again we'll get more into this as the draft comes up and the decisions come up so it's not now my overall point is look what tom allen is doing with micah mcfadden's and the fry fogels of the world and vault that up to the national prestige he's getting and it's going to be absolutely lethal that was my big 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 long rant is i can i was i've never really been that big into following uh football recruiting like basketball recruiting i could i could list you off probably like the top 20 prospects and where they're looking at right now in college basketball i have no idea i can't wait to start getting that into uh to college football recruiting because i think we're going to be relevant for top top 247 guys here in the next two to five years. Assuming the worst case scenario doesn't happen. Assuming Tom Allen stays for a while. We've talked about that. And I don't think he's going anywhere. I just wanted to bring that up <laughs> real quick, real quick. Yes, that, 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 that is, that is the fine print on the contract that you have to read every time. Yes. Caveat Tom Allen has to stay. <laughs> exactly. Hey, let's get a real quick word. Uh, from one of our new sponsors, the Monon Track Club. This episode is sponsored by the Monon Track Club. The Monon Track Club is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They offer craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. As a thank you to our listeners, they're offering new customers 10% off your first purchase. To learn more, check out monontrackclub.com. Use the code LEO10 at checkout and tell Garrett we said hi from the podcast. Uh, not so humble brag. We're also building a monster. This is our sixth podcast and we're already sponsored. And we didn't even go out looking for it. So I got, uh, I got the shirt on right now. Super comfortable shirts. Super comfortable shirts. And the dude that owns it is 
a super chill dude. He really loves supporting Indy and Indiana, uh, Indiana graduate. Uh, he's a, a, a great guy to get behind and support his brand. Really good selection, stickers, shirts, pullovers, hats, the whole nine. Uh, we're trying to get him to do a pocket tee if he'll ever listen to us, but I don't think he wants to make that much money. So, Would you again, say we're the Indiana football Hoosiers of the college podcast world? Maybe. Who says no? I think we're the Iowa State. Oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. I'm just kidding. We're more like Cincinnati. Like, we're undefeated so far, I think. Um, so, uh, no questions. I don't have any questions this week. Um, I think that so many people are so mad and frustrated about what's happening. They don't really want to talk about it. And so, since we don't have a college football game to talk about this week, we do have an NFL game to talk about this week. This is the last time we're going to talk until probably <laughs> next time we podcast. Probably. No, I'll text you when we're up by 30 and then just laugh in your face. Uh, I actually don't even know who's home. Is it at Pittsburgh? It is. That's a fat L. Never mind. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, I think it's been um long time. It's been a long time. We're talking about Colt Steelers, by the way. This is a uh, big time actually for the playoffs and it's really big it's really big for the Steelers in the division because god forbid the fucking Browns win anything let alone the division win any sort of like shirt that they can wear I guess they'll wear around a playoff shirt because they haven't made it since I was born but um let's let's be real I want you to step back a little bit from your bias step back just a little bit don't take the Houston game and don't look at any Houston game. Those games are just nuts whenever we play Houston. I think the Colts have a shot. I don't think we win. I'm going to say Steelers 27, Colts 21. What do you think? Ooh, there's no way. There's if there's no way the Steelers are scoring 27 points. Uh, we haven't scored above 20 in four weeks. Um, so, I mean, honestly, this game's going to come down to two things. Why, why did the Steelers lose to Cincinnati? Ben had a barely a 60% completion percentage and he turned the ball over three times. It's honestly going to be who plays better, Phillip Rivers or Ben Roethlisberger. That's again, listeners have heard me talk about this many times. People overcomplicate football. How is the most important player on the field going to play? That'll tell you who's going to win. I mean, you got both teams have inconsistent uh, running back play. Both teams have wide receiver struggles. Don't you say that about Jonathan Taylor. You better back off of Jonathan Taylor real quick. He's been on a hot streak, but you got to say he's had a disappointing rookie campaign. You want to know why Um, it's been disappointing? Real quick. Let me stop you on your point. Hopefully you can come back to it. It's been disappointing because Frank Wright has been an idiot for the first 10, 12 games of the season. That kid has had zero blocking the times that they've tried to run whatever weird runs that they've tried to do for him. Now that they're putting him in these zone reads or getting him outside a little bit or giving him some sort of hole to run through, he's not only running through the hole, he's running through linebackers, he's running through safeties, he's breaking tackles. The dude is beast and he's going to be a star in this league 
He just needed a chance to show it. And now that he's getting the carries, he's showing it. By the way, Phillip Rivers is in a career against the Steelers is three and four. So we're in for a bad 14 touchdowns, six interceptions. It's okay, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, so again, uh, not to get too deep into this game because there are plenty of places to catch this this information. But and I, I wasn't indicting any running backs on the Colts or any running backs on the Steelers. I mean, Benny Snell ran for almost five yards of carry, but he only got the ball 14 times. That's on the offensive coordinator. You know, yeah. James Conner hasn't ran the ball more than 20 times all year. That's not James Conner's fault. That's the offensive coordinator, and that's the that's Ben audibling out of everything. Ben audibles into the pat. Like if he he's the Russell Westbrook of quarterbacks, man. Nobody calls their own shot more. Except than sorry, except Russell Westbrook can throw the ball more than five yards down the field. Accurately. Um, uh, probably. I, I again I think this I think the Steelers win this game. Um I think I think it's very ugly. I think maybe 16 14 uh score gami maybe 1918 who knows like like a really weird ugly hideous game uh looks like december playoff football uh so you know but uh again i i'm gonna be insufferable you're gonna be insufferable uh so i'm just i'm just gonna ignore it uh just like our boy tom allen would say uh earmuffs and blinders blinders. (laughs) that is my mentality towards you starting immediately after we that's your boy chuck pagano's mentality man that's chuck pagano all day nose to the grindstone earmuffs blinders all that stuff so right now it's 39 and sunny on sunday in pittsburgh but right behind it is some snow on monday so there's a chance that snow moves up so i don't we know could, who was worse a really bad game pagano or tomlin like here here here's my here's my he best tomlin impression right now we're playing jv football uh, the, the standard certainly isn't up to the Steelers standard. Uh, we're playing football like we're playing football in shorts, not like we're playing football in pads. Uh, and, and, and right now it just, it isn't acceptable, but we're not going to run away from the kitchen. Uh, we're not a team of scared of fire. Uh, we appreciate the heat and we're going to welcome the heat on, on Sunday. We're uh, not going to blink. Not going to blink. Uh, <laughs> God, listening to him is just nails on a chalkboard. But we're not going to get into why I think Tomlin is a horribly overrated quarter coach. Um, not not this podcast, not this time. Maybe sometime in the off season, we can have maybe an NFL dedicated episode. Uh, maybe sometime in like May when there's nothing going on, or in uh, January or February, whenever the Super Bowl is and the Colts are in it. So um, <clears throat> either way, that didn't end as bad as I thought it was going to end. Um, but let's uh, let's wrap it up. Um, I don't even have any predictions on games or anything. We're just like way out of our element. We have literally nothing IU to talk about over the weekend. We'll be back next week with a a full on breakdown of Old Miss, uh, what we should expect from IU, what we should expect from Old Miss, um, how many Coach of the Year awards we've won by that point as well. Will we still be angry non-NFL related come Tuesday? No, I think at that point we turn the corner. We say it is what it is. Well, you know, does Iowa State play before Tuesday? Because we may be. They do not. They, they do don't. not. They're, you got You got to remember they're New Year's six. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to call you an idiot. That was pretty, pretty dumb. That was pretty stupid. 
<laughs> that was pretty stupid. Okay, but, so no, we won't be that mad yet because I was going to say if Oregon beats the shit out of them and then we sit here and we Oregon's play, and we bad. I watched that game. That was the first Pac-12 game I've watched all year. USC and Oregon stink. They're not. The Pac-12's bad. The Pac-12's a bad. And it was supposed to, everybody's like, oh, it was supposed to be Washington. Uh, Washington wasn't going to beat USC, I don't think. So either way, it doesn't matter. Doesn't We don't need to talk about those teams. Uh, no, I think getting back to it, I think we'll be focused. I think at that point we get around the corner, we get overall whatever emotion there is. Um, I mean, unless the I mean, unless the Colts beat the Steelers, I think we'll both be in very uh, so so very so real quick. Um, uh, if if anyone listens to the Pat McAfee show, uh, Tony Diggs is uh, is on that show. He is very good friends of me and my wife. His wife was in our wedding. He put a thing out there just because he's got a galaxy brain. Colts went out, Titans split, Ravens went out, Finns lose out. All four of those are extremely likely. I'm not going to go down to who they play. That means it's Browns versus Steelers, and whoever wins makes a playoff. Whoever loses is out of the playoffs. The Steelers are setting up to knock the Browns out of the playoffs. Let's do so it. you know what? This is Go the Colts. Steelers playing the long game. That's right. So knock the fucking brownies out of the playoffs. So at Tony Diggs, he's hilarious right. and has great content. At Tony uh, Diggs. Go Coats. All right, Brandon. I'm out. Elio. Later. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.